heard like this loud grunt sound, like grunt growl. What the heck was that? I've never seen anything like that in my life. This hairy thing's looking at us through the tree. This wasn't no monkey outfit. This is the Crypto Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me as always is my co-host, Todd. You ready for our big trip to Oregon coming up? I am, man. That's all I can think about right now. Um, we are going to get out week. and about. That's right. On some remote areas. Get us off Sasquatch. Looking for some Bigfoots. Finally, finally, Brian, we're getting together in Oregon again. Finally. Last time we were there... Um, it was a little smoky, a little crazy. You were doing a your thing, smoky. I was doing my thing. It was a lot smoky. That's kind of how we met. That's how we started yeah, this show. That's how we started this show. We're yep. going back to the origin of how going this show back started. To the beginning. That's right. And that's what's cool. We're going to take our first guest out, Adam. Talk right. to him today, actually. Um, he was asking me, he's like, you guys oh. coming out? Are we going out? Are we doing that thing? I'm like, yeah, yep. we'll be there. We'll be our there. Our very first guest. Very first guest on the show. Yep. We are going out on an excursion. So he's ready. Yep. He's a fun. cool guy. He's he's funny. He's hilarious. So we're going to have some fun with him. So let's go ahead and bring our guest on. We got John coming on tonight to talk about his Bigfoot encounter with his cousin and I think his uh, brother. Yep. Yeah, so, that sounds like a good one. Right. So let's bring him on. Let's not waste any more time. Here we go. Yeah, let's get him. John, welcome to the show. Hey, Todd. Thank you. Yeah, it's good having you. Thank you. It's good talking to you, Brian. Yeah, man, we uh, appreciate you coming on. It's uh, been a little bit since we we talked earlier, but we want to get you on here and talk about your your encounter and uh, see what's going on with that. But um, so you are from Pennsylvania, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and this this encounter happened in Pennsylvania. Yes, sir. And how old were you when this happened? I was like around ten or eleven. Okay, and what was going on that day? What were you doing? Were you hanging out with people? It was, uh, it was on Easter, and uh, we were all up my grandmother's house, and it's it's really wooded up at her place. And uh, like I was saying, she had chicken coops in the back, uh, pear trees, apple trees. We had like raspberry, blueberry, mulberry bushes, all that up there, and. Um, so we used to just go out in the back and play around. And I, my great-grandmother used to have a house behind there. But uh, when she passed, the house was just sitting there and it fallen apart. So they, they burned it down. And my grandfather got his bucket and he filled the foundation in with dirt in case any of us were back there playing. We didn't fall down there and get hurt. So he put enough dirt in there so that we could just step up out of it. Well, there was a dying tree where the doorstep was. It still had like brine leaves and stuff on it. And we were up higher on the hill and we were swing. We went to swing on a tree vine. So me and my cousin Thamer, who was probably eight at the time, 
maybe seven. He uh, and me went on this vine and we swung. And when we let go, we landed down in front of this down tree. But it was soggy mud right there. And when we hit, we slipped and fell to our butts. Well, right when we hit, we heard like this grunt, this loud grunt sound, like grunt growl. And this hairy thing's looking at us through the tree. And we're both looking at each other. You could see he's scared. I'm sure he could see I was scared because we've never seen anything like this. It's looking right at us. It has eyes like us and stuff, but just hairy everywhere. Well, then it stood up. And that's when my brother and my other cousin ran to the house screaming. And me and my cousin Thamer were trying to backpedal, slipping in the mud. We weren't really getting anywhere. And he like, he just turned to his right and he walked up over the hill. Never even bothered us. He just grunted in that. I, I think what we did was we woke him up from a nap. He was laying in the end of that foundation. And, um, by this time, we started running, and by the time we got to the back of the house, all my uncles and dad were coming out with rifles and shotguns, and they were looking around the woods, and they're like, you kids are just making stuff up, and da-da-da-da. So I, I, it just it kept bothering me and bothering me. What the heck was that? I've never seen anything like that in my life. And so every time I would go to my grandmother's, like, I, there'd be a cousin or two there, and I'd bring it up. And she was like, no, 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 keep it down because you're scaring the other kids. I'm like, what do you mean? They were there. She says, you're scaring them. Well, so that just pretty much ended it. And then, like, I know for a while after that, oh, that was probably someone running around in a monkey outfit and da, da, da. No, this wasn't no monkey outfit. I mean, to me at that age, it really looked like it was almost face to face, but it was probably about four or five, maybe even six foot away. You know, it was just on the other side of this down tree, however wide it was. And uh, I mean, I knew it wasn't no mask. <laughs> you could tell it wasn't a mask. Uh but it just got pushed off as that because, again, I was scaring my other cousins who were all a little bit younger than me. And uh, as I got older, I, I, I still questioned that, but no one would ever talk about it. And so then I figured I, I started reading into uh, things because I find out my, like my cousins, his mom's Indian. So he's half Indian. Well, they don't talk about that type of stuff, you know? So I was like, that's why it got pushed off all this time and put under the rug. I wasn't allowed to talk about it because he, they can't. So they didn't want to hear it, I guess. I don't know, but he also lived up there. So maybe he was afraid it was going to come to, I, I don't know. Mm. I just know that it, they have never spoke about it after that. So now I'm going to fast forward you <laughs> to where I'm 21 and I was dirt biking. I was leading the pack. I seen something coming down the hill to the left. And I put my left hand out to tell everybody to start slowing down. And 
like I said, at first I thought somebody was on a dirt bike. I just, I seen like something moving. I, it was dark. And when this thing got down to where the trail would have met, it leaped across it. Now this trail's as wide as a truck. And he leaped across that well past it even. And he went down over the, it was a straight off cliff, rocky cliff. And there was some trees growing up out of it. I dropped my dirt bike. And I'm like, come here, come here. You could see the treetops shaking. And the first thing my friend says is, oh, that was probably a hunter in an outfit, crazy some bitch jumping down there like Rambo. I says, that wasn't no hunter. That was Harry. You didn't see that? He goes, I couldn't see what you saw. You were the lead bike. I says, I seen it clearly. I says, and how is a man going to shake them trees like that? He's like, I don't know. But uh, I know after that first incident, when I, I was getting older, I started looking around because I started realizing Bigfoots, Bigfoots. I says, that's what I saw. And I started looking for like local Bigfoot sightings, this and that. And back in like 1964, 65, the Hayes police arrested what they called a wild man because they had no name. He had no name. He didn't speak. He didn't speak. He just growled. And from what the, re the, the paper said, there was like 10 or 12 cops that had to arrest this thing to get it down to the station. They drew a picture of it. And the picture in that writing is a Bigfoot. But they released him. That's interesting. We were talking Sorry. about that earlier. Uh, uh, maybe it was a juvenile, if that was the case. I that, don't know that 12 or 15 guys could manhandle. And how do, how, I wonder how they even caught it. Uh, that's I, what I want to know. I, I mean, how did even handcuffs fit around it? They had to have cornered it. Yeah, somehow. You know, like, they I'm sure they got trapped somehow. Yeah, I'm somewhere. a little... And they had to do something with it. That's yeah, that's very interesting. I just I know that picture is a Bigfoot what they drew. And if it didn't talk, I mean a wild man would eventually know some type of word, wouldn't he? You would think. You would think. <laughs> Even well, no. Let let's go back to your first encounter. You said you were ten years old when this happened, is that right? Yeah, like ten eleven. Yeah. Um had you ever had anything weird going on before this that might have Giving you, you know, hint. what's weird is, uh, well, not there that I know of, but I do know, like, when I was even younger, we used to travel around in a Winnebago and we were in Yellowstone National Park and we went to an RV, uh, like an RV place. And I know one night we were sitting out and we heard this. Well, now I know it's a whoop back then. I was like, I was terrified because I'm like, what the heck was that? I mean, it was super loud going through the valley. Yeah, that was my, like, I would say that would have been the first time I didn't encounter it, but I heard something that didn't sound like any animal, well, at the time <laughs> that mm -hmm. I would have known. Mm -hmm. Can you describe what you saw for us uh, from head to toe, so to speak? Uh, well, like I said, it was it was completely hairy, but like the cheeks weren't 
the uh, all around the eyes and the nose weren't. He it had like hair around the mouth and that. But uh, I mean, the eyes and that. I, I felt like I was looking at a person in a way. I mean, they're a little different, but uh, I could smell him. It was a horrible smell. I, I remember like to it. it, it, it I want to describe it as like. someone that was stepping in horse shit or something, or it was just very foul. Mm. And, uh, now that smell to this day, I'd remember it. You said you were like three or four feet away from this thing. Oh yeah. Did it look, did it look more human to you than, than, uh, than a Bigfoot or an ape like creature you think then? It looked like it was like a mix like it, I don't know. See, that's hard to say because it, it looked like a, a person, but the hair is what throws it all off. The size of it throws it all off. The hands are, they look like human hands, but they, I want to say they almost look like an ape hand too. Like the, the way the inside of the hand looked when it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen an ape? Right. Hand? Yep. I mean, it had that type of texture. I mean, it's it had fingers and everything like we did. And then, hmm. yeah, it just, like I said, it just turned and it walked away. It didn't want to harm us. So I don't think they're bad creatures. They don't want messed with. I'm, I'm sure if we were to cause harm to them, they're going to want to cause harm to you. That or did he know we were little kids? Right. That's possible. You know? Because I know they have kids. Mm-hmm. What time of day was this again? Oh, it was like morning, evening? probably around ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after you saw it, you guys were screaming, running away, and the other your other cousin was too. You said your uncles came out with shotguns pretty much right away and was seeing what was going on, or what? Yes, yes, they did. It's kind of interesting to me. It's almost like. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they thought you saw a bear or something like that, uh, I, I'm guessing. but Or maybe they knew more than you thought they knew about that. Well, I honestly think my grandmother knew because, I mean, I hate saying this the way she said it, but this is how she said it. I noticed a gun up above the sink. I said, Grandma, whose gun is that? She says, that's mine. I says, what do you have that for? She says, because there's some there's some guy stealing some black guy stealing chickens out of my chicken coop. I says, did you ever have to use it? She says, oh yeah, I shot every bullet at him one night. Called the cops. They didn't find any blood, nothing out there. And I'm thinking, she knew what was stealing her chickens. She just didn't want to tell us. I have a hairy creature or a Bigfoot or if she knew if that's what that was called, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I honestly now, every time I think b- back about the time asking her about that, I was like, I'm wondering if that was a Bigfoot she was talking about. I mean, they are black up in there. They're, they're, they're black. Is that the color of the one you saw? Did you say it was black or brown? I can't remember what you it said. Both the one I seen uh, like 10, 11 years later was also black. Okay. Do you think it could have been the same one? 
I mean, it's pretty, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it wasn't because it's all them woods pretty much run together. And it was literally, I would say a mile and a half from my grandmother's place. It was just over on another hillside. I mean, I know they can cover distance, so I wouldn't see why not. How tall do you think this, this creature was? I mean, I was a kid. This thing looked <laughs> huge. I want to say at least eight to ten feet tall. I mean, he he was pretty tall. That's what really terrified us. Yeah, right. The feet were huge. Uh, did you guys notice any footprints or anything after you saw this thing? No, no. And I don't think anybody really thought to look for them at that time. They were looking for a person. Right. They tried passing it off as somebody in a monkey outfit. So I wasn't scaring everybody every time I brought it up to right. talk about what I saw. My brother, he kind of remembers, but he says, all I remember seeing is something black. He says, and that's when I turned and ran with Kathy. That's all he can remember. He said, well, because he was, he was three years younger than me. So I made him around seven or eight. So did you tell anybody what you saw? I mean, did they ask you what was going on? In my parent wise and stuff. Yeah. When you get, I mean, they all knew, they all knew. Yeah. Everybody was at my grandmother. So my dad, my mom, my aunts and uncles and both grandparents knew and every cousin that was there after that. So you think this thing was taking a nap in that ravine or whatever you guys were jumping into? That's interesting. Because, like, like I said, there's chicken coops, there's fruit. <laughs> he had his pick. Oh yeah, definitely enough there to uh, sustain him. It's probably why he was sticking around. You just you caught him off guard, apparently. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I wonder about some. There's still some cave openings up in there, so. I really? mean, they could be running ground through the cave system. I don't know. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what you they're doing. You think so? Yeah. Uh, yep. That's if one of our theories. Yeah. If there's caves around for these things to dwell in, that's what they're doing. And that's why they're staying hidden more than not. So. Right. And I know there's a lot well, of I know my uncle, my at. godfather, he used to say, if you ever see a cave up over here, da 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 he says, try to leave some food there. I'm like, why? He goes, old man Mo lives there. If you don't leave him food, he gets angry. And I'm thinking, what the hell are you talking about? And now I like, I want to go ask him about that because <laughs> that just popped up. I was like, he used to talk about this. He, old man Mo, he's old with long hair. Da da da. And I was like, I wonder if he was trying to let me know that he knows too. Without bringing up the word Bigfoot, because again, I've been laughed at about that and made fun of. But like I, I was saying earlier, I'm actually laughing at them because if no one has seen God and many of us believe in him, many of us have seen Bigfoot and no one wants to believe it. And it's just crazy to me. Yeah, me too. These things I believe have been around forever, probably longer than us. I they were so. probably one of the first creatures here before Adam and Eve, for all I know. We don't know. Yep. yep. 
I love that theory, John, because I, I think the same thing. Um, you know, yep. you, you take people who are really religious and, and believe in things that we've never seen, we may never see, um, only what we were told or read. Uh, but you throw a Bigfoot right. in the mix, and they don't want to have any part of it. It's not what they were taught, not what they'd grown up with. And right. um, so they don't want to believe it until they see one, like you did. So Well, I know, like, when you look at the uh, pictures of what an ant, what, I forget what they're called, ant, ant, the, the original, they think Bigfoots came from them, from Asia. The Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Well, it kind of looks like that, except them ones have the white beardish look. You know what I mean? It's white around the mouth and stuff, but it's got the reddish hair. Mm -hmm. Right. They were supposed to be around like a thousand years ago in Asia, and they think that, but like I said, I think they were around longer than that. They weren't using land bridges. They, They were around since, I believe, Adam and Eve. I really do. Oh, yeah, I believe you. Um, Because there were other there were other beings here before Adam and Eve. So, right, yeah, I believe that. I think there's been a lot of bipedal, two armed, uh, statured creatures like ourselves that have come from the branches of evolution through the years. A lot of different variations of what we are. And, uh, you know, going back from a chimpanzee all the way up to, you know, gorilla, Bigfoot, us. Uh, one thing that we all share in common is that, you know, we have the same kind of features. Uh, some of us are hair, more hairier than others. Uh, and we walk on two legs, you know. Yeah. So why is that so hard for people to accept? What if it's missing link still living? I think it could be. Yeah, could very well be. People talk about, uh, you know, evolution and stuff like that. And they say, well, you know, if we came from apes, why are there still apes? You know, if we came from this, why are there still that? Well, it's because of environment. If you've got a creature who lives in the woods in caves, it's going to stay the way it is. If it Mm -hmm. becomes more, you know, if it comes out into, you know, a more civilized area and they start working together like humans have done and building you know, fortresses or, or places to dwell, uh, you know, eventually over time. They'd be noticing a lot more, too. Absolutely. Well, I think that's why they mainly run more at night is because maybe, like you were saying, they run them cave systems so they could see better because they've been using these cave systems forever, for all we know. Right. They probably uh got some type of night vision or some shit they see better at night i don't know well they do i know like that one was sleeping so apparently he did his night shift he was just trying to get his sleep in for the day Mm -hmm. to get a little rest in the sunshine yeah Yeah. he had to get out the cave i'm getting out this cave tonight (laughs) (laughs) he had enough of his of his uh, bigfoot wife so he had he probably yeah right You said he was a he. You you mentioned he was a he. Did was there something specific about it? Well, I'm saying well, I didn't know it was breast. I mean, it did have a chest like a guy. Like you could see the pecs mm-hmm. under the hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. he he was pretty muscular. Gotcha. So that's why I keep saying he. I didn't notice any breast. If I would have seen breast hanging from it, mm-hmm. I would have been a she. Right. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's interesting when people talk about these encounters. They will. They will put a gender to these things. They don't just say, I saw it. I saw her. I saw him. Um, you know, 
which kind of relates to the fact that maybe they're more human than people realize. I don't know. I always wanted to try to make friends with one or, you know what I mean? To try to yeah. communicate. But uh, I know people keep telling me, you better be careful. You better be careful. And I'm like, I'm not trying to harm it. I really like I'll leave it gifts like I'm trying to leave it out. You know, nobody wants me to do that. I was like, why? I think I think we probably could do that to a point, but they're still mostly wild animal. I mean, yeah, they're not going to let you completely in. Right. They're not. Yeah, it's weird because people say, well, it looks so much like a human, but then it has this animal body. Right. You know, is it an animal body? Because it's not to me. Well, the furry, the hairy I mean, yeah, part. It just it. has hair. I mean, I mean, cavemen had hair all over too. Well, for all we know, apparently, these, for all we know, these are cavemen, right? I mean, yeah, we know. I, I could agree with that. It's possible. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think they've been around a lot longer than we have. Um, a lot longer than people think. Yeah. And they've adapted. The only thing that bothers me is they need a dead body to examine it. And I know the the government and them have had them from, uh, what was that? Mount, uh, Mount, St. Helens. Mount St. Helens. I know the, that they have them from there. So they know what they are. Oh, Why don't yeah. you just come out so people can quit joking about it and not believing in them? We need to know that. Right. I think there's a lot of reasons why they don't. Uh, we've talked about this before. I think it would uh, destroy mm -hmm. the logging industry, for one, because you'd we'll have definitely people heard it. You'd have people saying, "Oh, yeah. these are endangered species. You can't be cutting down their woods now." Uh, you'd probably have a lot less people going out in the woods, and then you'd have more people going in the woods with guns, trying to shoot one of these things and shooting each other. Yeah, we don't want that. No. So that's just part of it. I mean, really, um. The thing about it is, is like I said, is you're, you're growing up, you, when you grow up, you're kind of taught to believe certain ways. And, you know, if you don't live in an area where Bigfoot sightings happen or, you know, even yourself at 11 years old still had no clue, right? What the hell a Bigfoot was. Not at all. Even though you're living in their backyard, basically, there where you're at. And your grandma knew something. Um, but still, they yep. don't talk about it. I mean, if I had a Bigfoot run around my yard, yeah. I'd be telling everybody. <laughs> I don't oh, care yeah. what they thought about right. it. Right. <laughs> I can. That's a thing, too. Oh, why does it look like you took it on a potato uh, camera? Do you know the movement? And then you're trying to hold your camera, your phone still to take a shot. I'm not on a bipod. If I, Maybe I was on a bipod. Yeah, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just. You know, everybody complains about blurry pictures. Oh, well, there's a lot happening at that moment. You're excited. Yeah. Your it's, adrenaline's you're cranking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know. That uh, the one sighting with the uh, the thing in the sky we were just talking about, the drone that caught that footage of one shaking them trees and moving around. Yeah. I mean, you knew that clearly wasn't a guy, it was all, all black creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can't you can't really see anything, but there's nothing that can move a tree like that. I don't even think a bear has the ability to move the size of those trees and bend those trees no. over that, that that drone video. There's a there's a video out there for those of you who know, a recent video of a guy flying a drone and he flies it over a group of just, you know, really dense forest. And you can see several trees just I mean, you would think a tornado was whipping through there. These things were bending and bowing the tops of these trees massively. 
It was was not wind at all. There's no way that was just wind. Um, so you're thinking, what the hell's doing that? You know, bears don't hmm. do that. I don't think a bear has. You've that. seen a glimpse of move though. You did see him move to the next tree. Yeah, there's some some kind of movement but, there. You know, a lot of people like to say, "Oh, it was probably just a bear." Bears don't walk like that upright. No. Oh. You know. And they don't walk that long or that fast, and they don't jump like that either on two legs. Yeah. Damn it. Speaking of that, speaking of what you're saying about taking a blurry picture, there's a uh, there's something out there too. I just saw of a grizzly bear who charged a truck uh, somewhere in Montana. And the guy snapped a picture. Yeah. The guy behind the vehicle snapped a picture of it, and you really can't tell it's a bear. You're looking at this angle. What is that? And then you can finally figure out, okay, I can see the bear now. But, yeah, I mean, taking a picture while you're sitting still of this thing running up to the truck, I mean, it it looked blurry. It did. It looked like a blob. You know, so, okay. And bears are fast. Yeah. so you know. They are fast. <laughs> and Bigfoot are faster, I'm sure. Yes. Yep. On that second encounter that you had, John, when you're on your dirt bike and you saw that thing, how far away do you think that one was? He was... It was at least an 18-wheeler and a half away. So not far. That's still pretty close. Yeah, that's still pretty close. I mean, I got a clear view of it. But like I said, them two were behind me. They only seen movement. They didn't get a clear uh, view of what they were actually seeing. Mm -hmm. They just knew that. Well, like I said, my friend thought it was a hunter. In camo, I'm like, why would a hunter jump off this cliff? And how could he shake these trees? They're full-grown trees. Right. I think it was swinging from the branches down to the next tree to get to the creek down below. That could be. I didn't think about that. Yeah. What do you think this? What do you think these things are? Do you think they're um, definitely flesh and blood, earth-dwelling creatures? Do you think there's any kind of paranormal thing to them? People say they see them kind of cloak or disappear or see lights around them. What's your theory on that part yeah, of stuff? That, so I, 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 I want to say they're more flesh and blood than anything else. But if I did see them do that, I would have to like change my thoughts and rethink everything. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen them cloak or disappear right. or anything like that. Um, do you get out now and look for these things? Uh, not as much now. I had to have a uh, double transplant, and I'm still building up my leg strength and stuff. So oh, okay. I'll be wow. getting back. Uh, hopefully, you know, next next season. Mm-hmm. Now I used to hunt up there uh, when I when I was in my 30s and stuff. I would archery hunt up in my grandmother's woods, and. I know I would like be walking through the dark and then I'd hear something else walking. And every time I would stop, it would stop. And I, I'm like, what the hell is that? And then I'd get up at my tree stand and never hear it again. Yeah. And, but I've never seen them like, wow, well, I've never seen one moving around at that time, which was weird. Cause I was like, I know they're out here. I, I, I'm eventually going to see one and I haven't. So I don't know if it's the deer scent and they know it's a human hunting or what. I know these things got to have some type of intelligence. Oh, yeah. Because they've been evading us for a long time and they're well aware of us. You're not going to see one unless they want you to or 
you sneak up on one like it sounds like you guys did and, and startled what? it, which is kind of cool, <laughs> I think. Yeah. No, I did have a friend uh, that I met a few years back, and uh, it was telling me about one time he was fishing. I forget where he was fishing at. But he says this massive rock hit the water next to him from the hillside. He was like, I don't know where the hell this rock came from. He says, but it was as big as my chest. And I looked at him, I says, you, that was from a Sasquatch. You were probably, uh, he, don't, he probably didn't want you fishing. You're in his spot or something. I says, that or, just, that or he was just playing you, playing with you. And he was like, you think so? I says, come on, man, a rock that big. Can you pick that rock up? Can me and you pick that rock up and throw it? <laughs> I mean, even yeah. three guys probably couldn't pick that rock up and throw it like that. And there's no other animal out there that can do that uh, that we know of. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. So that's the only other person it'll act that has, will actually talk to me and have a decent conversation with. Other than that, people got to throw in their little quirks and da da da. da. Mm-hmm. So, right. again, laugh at them because apparently they don't get out enough. Right. They're closed minded. They're just closed minded, is all it is. I mean, you just have to have an open right. mind in this world because people don't know what's out there, what's what, you know. They, we don't they, even they, know what's all in our ocean. No, we don't. <laughs> That's true. So, we don't. Yep. When Brian and I started this, we really thought we had a grasp on things and we thought we had answers. But the more and more we do this, the more confused you know it can get. And the more you yeah. question things. Yeah. The more you realize they're, they're closer than you think. And I don't know if there's ever going to be a day. I want to think there's going to be a day where... You know, somebody gets a body and takes it to science and they say, okay, we got it. But I think the government's going to step in before that would even happen. Even if someone showed up with a slab, with a body on a slab and said, hey, here you go. I think it'd get, and it's probably happened before, and I think it'd get hushed up real quick and and, and privatized by the government like it always does. And that's what's oh, sad. Yeah. For that's sure. Sad. Yeah. And even if you're going to try to get a body, can you imagine trying to get a body of one of these things? I mean, if you if you're able yeah. to... I'm not kill or no kill. I, I, I'm I'm indifferent about it. Um, I do think that yeah, science needs to have a body to to study, and we need to know what these things are. But well, because of my first experience, I wouldn't attempt shooting one. Like I said, it didn't want to harm us, so I don't think they're like that unless you're invading something or right. threatening them in some way. I mean, maybe if I walk through the woods with a gun, they're going to know that I'm dangerous. So they're going to either avoid me or, you know, who knows? Yeah, they yeah. don't like guns. I've, I've, I've heard well, that. They definitely know what guns are. They've been around long enough. They yeah, they, they know what they are. They do know. Well, John, we appreciate you coming and telling your stories, man. No problem. It's good talking with you, Todd and Brian. Yeah, it was fun. We appreciate it. Glad you reached out to me. Yeah, we are too. We are too. That's a really interesting uh, encounter for sure. Um, yep. Yeah. Well, if you see anything else out All there, right. if you're out there running around, uh, eventually you get out and you run into something, get a hold of us. Let us know what's going on, man. Yeah, get a, make a speed of recovery yes. there so you can get back out. Yep. For sure. I'll send you a message. Sounds good, man. All right. You take care. Good talking to you again, man. Hey, John, good talking to you, man. All right, Brian. Todd, you have a great day. 
You think they woke that thing up or what? That's what it sounds like. I mean, it could be, it's possible. I mean, why wouldn't he be taking a little nap in the sunshine and enjoying the day, you know? It surprises me that they're that, they're not that cautious to, you know, stay away from areas where they know that maybe kids are playing. But, you know, sometimes um, it's hard to maybe say. It was, maybe it was an area where people aren't normally at that early in the morning. So that was, what, 10 o'clock? Right. Anyway, it was a great encounter and great story. So yeah, it was. glad we yep. got him on. Yeah, I'm glad we got him on. Once again, listeners, thank you. Rocking it, Brian. Damn right. Yes. Thank you all, <laughs> man. We couldn't we couldn't be doing this without you guys. So keep them keep them encounters coming. Keep them stories coming. Yeah. Um, you know, if you know somebody, if if yourself has had one, if you know somebody that's had one, let us know. Yep. Get a hold of us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. Uh join our group. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever you want to do. We're, we're, yeah, we're everywhere. So we're everywhere you want to be. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun, man. So yep, um, yep. take care, I'll man. See you in Oregon. See you in Oregon. Till next time. Yep. <laughs> Peace. See ya. <laughs>